Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Streaming now on the KDOW app and radio.com. The views and opinions expressed by Ron Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Listen to me live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. That's Rob Black and your money show, show dedicated to getting into retirement, trying to be irreverent and skewer the traditional wisdom when it comes to a lot of the financial norms we have accepted in our life. Not always going to be perfect. It's a little more of our advisor before taking action on any stocks ever mentioned on the show. Stocks are retreating from record highs. Again, this is something that I, I think the common person, the common average person who has a life, who's not a financial media news nerd, all ask the same question. How the hell is the stock market hitting all-time highs when we have Antifa? We've got the storming of the capital. We've got high unemployment. We've got COVID out of control. We've got states bungling the COVID response. One of the better bungles that I heard was um, some of the shots were left out of the fridge, and suddenly we were like, oh, no, we've got to use it quickly. Take it to the prison. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Got it. Um, it just feels bungled, and it's it's very USA in, in the bungling. With that said, do I think I could do any better? No. Do I think we're getting closer and closer to getting ahead of the COVID? Yes. Do I think we're ahead of it? No. Johnson and Johnson's got a single shot therapy or a single shot vaccine that might get approval or no, 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 might get third stage data this week. And then after that, it might get to the emergency approval the following week. The interesting thing about that one is the Johnson Johnson one could be up to a billion shots by the end of the year. Because it's easier to mass produce. Um, so we got a lot going on. Remember back in November when we were talking about this, it's like, will there be a vaccine? Will it be approved? Who will be president? What does 2020 look like? What does 2021 look like? When does the economy get back to recovery like 2019 pre-COVID? We're still dealing with a lot of questions right now. Will Donald Trump get impeached again? 
what will that mean to the economy? What will that mean to um, Biden's first 100 days, Biden's first year? Speaking with someone recently who said Biden's got a free ticket. <laughs> he can jaywalk, he can litter, he can do whatever he wants in his first year and just blame it on Trump, which is very political. New presidents blame old presidents first year. That's pretty normal. By the second, third, fourth year, we're like, oh, come on, this is yours now. But I, I think we're in for a poop show. Uh, what went down on the Capitol has the makings of a sensationalized, evil, dark season of 24 with Kiefer Sutherland. Was the Secret Service in on it? Were the Capitol Police in on letting the intruders come in? Who knew what when? And for the record, I'm making fun of it, and I, I have to stop and say there's some people that are dead. And this was probably the, one of the biggest stains on American history. Um, it's just not cool. It, it's it's a federal building. And again, did I say the same thing when a federal building got attacked in Portland? Nope. Don't live in Portland. I have a physical tie to Washington, D.C. That's where my father retired. That's where my mother lives. Um, so I, I'm biased as all heck, and I get it. Wall Street is processing this, and today we're a little bit lower. Twitter shares tumble 10% after the Trump ban. It is really, really a sad statement when I say this. I've hated the last year because I checked daily to see what did Trump say on Twitter. It affects my job. It affects how I, I deliver content to you. And then when he's gone, I'm like, I miss him. I can't quit him. Bring him back. Bring him back. And for the last year, I'm like, this is stressing me out. I, I can't take it. So the best thing in the world happened. There's now an account called John Barron, which is a play on um, Donald Trump once called a radio station pretending to be a PR person saying how great Donald Trump was. And the, the announcer's like, you sound a lot like Donald. And he's like, no, 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 not me. And it was clearly him. But the fake Twitter account is like the only good thing to come out in the last week. It's basically a picture of Donald Trump with a really bad, like, uh, cheesy mustache on top. But it shows you, like, this is tough to quit. And who else is quitting Twitter? Who else is quitting social media other than Donald Trump forcibly? Prince Harry and Princess Margaret are quitting. And they're basically saying, it's a poop show. People are just mean. We'll do our little Spotify's. We'll do our stuff that we got to do. But we're not going on Twitter and, and Facebook because people just say nasty, horrible things about us. I kind of agree. Before there was Twitter, before there was Facebook, there used to be Yahoo forums. And 20 years ago, I was looking to move to the West Coast from the East Coast. And I had a girlfriend look at some Yahoo boards that my name was mentioned on. And they wanted to poke my eye out. They wanted to, to commit an act of domestic terrorism on me. And then they're going to drag my body through the streets of San Francisco, all because I didn't like a company called Sun Microsystems, which for the record, I was right. It went from 60 all the way to zero. But because I said it on air, people wanted to kill me. And I was like, just don't look at Yahoo. <laughs> like, it'll be okay. Don't you miss Yahoo? But Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have quit social media after growing disillusions by the hate they have found on the sites like Facebook and Twitter. Twitter stock down 10%. What's the future of social media? I will tell you this. There is a lot to be said for the freedom of speech. There is nothing to be said for inciting a riot that leads in the death of a human being. That's against the law. You're allowed to have free speech for sure, but you're not allowed to go into a movie theater and scream fire and potentially hurt people. Um, 
it is going to be an issue that I do not think it's resolved correctly or immediately. But it's going to be an issue that faces Facebook and Twitter for the foreseeable future. Apple, not so much. Amazon, probably not so much. But Amazon shut down the president from getting access to Twitch, which I'm like, isn't that a video game channel that distributes videos? Could he be that desperate that he wants to talk to video gamers? Maybe. Maybe. He could start a political division instantly there, right? So anyway, Twitter shares slumping 10%. I think it's going to bring into the question on 2021 a lot of political discussion. When this Trump insurrection thing passes, as it will, as it starts to fade into our past, I, I, I think we're still going to see Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg in front of Congress. As a shareholder, what's that mean to you? Know that it could be a bumpy ride. In the interview to break up the companies, wonderful. If you regulate the companies, probably not so much. In the end, as a landowner who has a home within 10 miles of both Facebook and Apple, yeah, I've got some, some vested money. Now let's talk important. Kim Kardashian West and Kanye West divorce matters. Months of rumors. Combined net worth of $2.1 billion dollars. There's going to be a lot of wealth to haggle over. What's interesting, and we'll talk about this later in the show, is Kanye West is illiquid, and Kim Kardashian West is rolling in money. Kanye West is worth more than Kim Kardashian West. How much of it happened while they were married? Who held whom? I'm kind of hoping this goes to the courts, but probably won't. The only reason I would say that I wanted to go to the courts is because it's a learning lesson. I don't mind when our political gets crazy because it's a learning lesson for a lot of Americans. Which is more powerful, the Senate or the House of Representatives? I think you know now. How many Supreme Court justices are there? I think you know now. Is divorce costly? I think you know now. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Portions of our programming are brought to you by our good friends at Provident Credit Union. With 21 Bay Area locations to serve you and your banking needs, visit ProvidenceCU.org. Now back to Rob Black and your money with your host, Rob Black, on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDOW. COVID vaccine rollout. It's going to be a mess. I'm not going to get too caught up in it. I'm not going to follow it every single day. It's been a weird 10 months of the things that you leech on to. I told you yesterday, and this is kind of humorous, that I'm not a big Twitter guy. I like using Twitter for 10 to 20 financial websites that just in case I need a story idea or I'm watching something that it's inane on television. I'm like, hey, let's check Twitter to see if there's any good stories out there. And you get the financial, you get some like European and Asian perspective. Love it for that. But during COVID, I started following Donald Trump because he was influencing my job on a daily basis. 
And then Twitter kicks him off Facebook last Friday, or Twitter, off Twitter and Facebook bans him. And I found myself missing him. It's like that moment of the day when you don't have exactly something to do and it used to be check your phone and hit Twitter. Which I think probably replaced check your phone and hit Facebook kind of thing. Because Facebook, no cool. Not cool at all. But um, I find myself missing him. So I'm now following a mysterious account that looks strangely like him with a mustache called John Barron. It makes me smile. But not as much as like trying to piece the puzzle of what's going to happen tomorrow on Wall Street. That's the odd thing is I felt like Wall Street last year was a simple puzzle to figure out. This year, the pieces are looking a little different. It'll take us some time, but we'll put it together. The National Basketball Association plans to address its COVID-19 protocols to avoid more outbreaks. This is another thing that I've kind of become resigned to. There's going to be hotspots, and they're going to keep popping up for at least six months until we get enough people vaccinated that the hotspots kind of slow down. But then I still sense that we're just not a vigilant country. Israel appears to be a vigilant country. New Zealand appears to be a vigilant country. Switzerland? Oh, no. They did no lockdown and they paid for it. Not vigilant, no bueno. Trump warns impeachment is a danger to the United States and first public comment since the riot. He's speaking at the Alamo today, and a lot of people in media are concerned. I think that's sending a bad message. President on his way out going to one of the most famous battle sites in American history where Americans buckled down. And I would love to get a Mexican perspective on this. What did they teach Mexican school children about the Alamo? That's the day we kicked their butt. I don't know. What do they teach them? I was always one of those kids who was fascinating. Like, what's July 4th like in England? When we're celebrating our independence, are they like ungrateful Americans? We funded their expansion into a new world. We gave them religious freedoms, and this is what they do. There's always two sides to history, right? Maybe even three if you go for the truth. So the NBA says no plans for a pause, but it's going to address pandemic protocols to ease COVID-19 troubles. Um, I've got a friend who's got season tickets to the Portland Trailblazers, and I'm, I'm fascinated. Like, what's that looking like these days? Like, those 300 fans that are in the stands, who's getting in? And I, I don't have time to expand that into my brain. But the protocols issue is it, it feels like it's just going to come with the territory now. That 2021 is going to be one of those messy years where people are like, should I wear a mask? Should I not wear a mask? Oh, I'm going to wear a mask. Should my dog be off leash? Should my dog be on leash? Oh, I'm going to put my dog on leash. Like it, it seems like we are erring on the side of we don't know what to do, so we just keep going forward. Same thing with Wall Street, in my opinion. General Motors has unveiled an electric vehicle van as part of a new commercial business unit. Big story. EVs are, are going to be in fuego for the next 15 years. You're not going to be hearing about GM announcing a new V6 diesel internal combustion engine that pollutes, pollutes, pollutes. You're going to be hearing more and more about electric vehicles. For the record, I did some research on the charging station setups right now of non-Tesla electric vehicles. They are very slapdash. I'm going to continue to do research on it for you just in case there's a, hey, we can't all be Tesla. Tesla's got a wand system that's different than what everyone else is using. So to pull into a Tesla supercharger station, it's awesome. 
awesome. Finish him. Uh, I know nothing about GM and Ford's potluck patchwork kind of thing that they're putting together. I, I know very little, but I probably know more than you. The financials aren't great right now, but the stocks, there's three of them, and they're worth watching. Because GM unveiled electric vehicle van as part of its new commercial business unit. I get it. So this is going to be a – we're going to roll with this for the next 15 years. In my opinion, GM um, – rumor yesterday, not rumor, eh, speculation, maybe probably more speculation. Someone speculated that Tesla should buy GM just for their factories. And I'm like, but you have to get the employees with it too. And the employees the problem at GM. It's not the factories. It's the employees. It's the employees that retired 20 years ago, 30 years ago that are living off a of pension. So would you go out and buy a GM Denali? Is that the right company who makes Denali's? Part of the profits are going to someone who retired 10, 20, 30 years ago. That's not good. If you're looking for what investing is about profit. Tesla's back on the winning streak today after going off yesterday, up 50 bucks today, up 6%. Are you kidding me? Up 6% when the NASDAQ's up one-third of 1%? Now, I own Tesla. I know you're saying, when did that happen, Mr. Black? You've never said you've owned Tesla. Well, I own the S&P 500, and they're part of the S&P 500. So when you see the S&P 500 up, you know, 10% for the year, it might be all Tesla and the other 499 companies struggling. Not quite. Which brings me to an email that I got yesterday. Someone said, hey, I've got a Roth IRA. And I got Tesla, I got Apple, and I'm thinking about selling my Apple and buying Tesla. I'm like, you can do that, but you're literally trading one Sprinter for one Super Sprinter. At some point, they're going to take a breather. I'm not saying no. But if you doubled your money in Apple, maybe you sell half of it, keep your half, half, a half that you made doubled your money on. It sounds like they did more than that. But they're cashing completely in, looking for the next big bet. And I kind of like saying, you know, eh, until you're good at those big bets, is there nothing worse than going to like a casino night? And on your, your you've won all night long, you've won all night long, you've won all night long, and your sugar booger says, honey... I'm tired. I want to go to bed. And they're like, okay, just one last hand. And you go all in and you lose. And you're like, I hate my wife. I want to, I want to die. I want to die. She made me lose everything. Oh. But Tesla's up big today. DoorDash up big today. What going on there? Let's continue to work together and figure out what the stories are. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. Check to of our programming are brought to you by our good friends at Provident Credit Union with 21 Bay Area locations to serve you and your banking needs. Now, back to Rob Black and your money with your host, Rob Black, on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDOW. And always share that the bed, I don't need your 
tongue-in-cheek when I say this. Airbnb is banning hate group members like Proud Boys ahead of the presidential inauguration. Um, I don't know what to say. There's a punchline in there somewhere about, well, the KKK can go right on in, but the Proud Boys need to stay out. There's a punchline there, but it's not quite right. Oh, we'll take Nazi generals, but no Proud Boys. We live in a weird time <laughs> on banning people. And the one that got me was Twitch. I get Twitter. I get Twitter banning Trump. I get it. Uh, saying things that look patently false in terms of elections. It's been a, a way that political parties have you know, discouraged people from coming out and vote that they didn't want to come out and vote. Um, everything's rigged. Everything's rigged. Your vote doesn't count. So why you go out and vote, right? That's back in the day when you had to stand in line for an hour. Um, we just live in a discouraging time. Let's discourage other people. So what else do we have as far as big stories out there today? I think the biggest one that I'm seeing is online sales. They were pretty darn glorious during the holidays. And again, this may be something that resonates with you as an investor. It may not. I'm a patient investor. I look at the big story. I try to figure out who the winners and losers are. Like online holiday shopping. Instantly, I go FedEx, UPS, and Amazon. Now, out of all those, I like Amazon the most. UPS the second. Then I would consider FedEx in the right circumstances. But I don't own FedEx. Unless you count S&P 500 funds, right? Online shopping over the 2020 holidays in the United States grew 32.2%. You're going to be surprised by some of the winners. Let me give you a cheat sheet and tell you one of them is Dick's Sporting Goods. And you're like, what? That's right, Dick's Sporting Goods. <laughs> E-commerce sales during November, which included Cyber Monday, reached $100 billion for the first time. Let me repeat that. That's not $100 million. That's $100 billion. E-commerce sales during November reached $100 billion. I've often said, and this is kind of right and kind of wrong. I've preferred Amazon over Best Buy because I used to really like Best Buy. It's kind of like Apple over Sony. I used to really like Sony, but I saw the writing on the wall when Apple came out with the iPod. Sony was dead for the Walkman. Same thing with Amazon over Best Buy. I used to like Best Buy. On the weekends when I was a 20-year-old, I'd say, I'm going to go look at TVs. I'm going to dream about a 60-inch TV. Now I'm dreaming about a 120-inch TV, right? Back then, I was probably dreaming about a 42-inch you know, flat TV. But you'd go to Best Buy and you'd go, Jesus, man, holy mackerel. This place is huge. It's a mausoleum. Look, they've got exercise equipment over there and they got refrigerators. Who buys a refrigerator at Best Buy? Oh, and they got – and you would, you'd get caught up in it. Before there was Best Buy, there was a company called Circuit City. People would go to Circuit City and you know peruse the electronics. Online shopping in November hit $100 billion. As I've gotten older, and no thanks to COVID, I really don't want to go in stores. And I actually kind of like the idea. I needed um, a mouse the other day. 
I know you're saying, you're buying field mice? What are you doing? Crazy experiments like Dr. Moreau? No, 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 no. I needed a computer mouse. Um, so, and I needed it right then. And I couldn't wait for the three hours for Amazon to drive it to my home, bring it in, and chew it up and spit it in my mouth. So I actually ordered it from Best Buy, curbside pickup, got there, boom, hit stall 14, and it came right out to me. That's a big thing, curbside pickup. And that's where Dick's Sporting Goods and Target really rocked 2020. Online purchases over 2020 grew 32%. 32%! Do you know if you got a raise for 32%, your sugar burger tonight when you come home would be like, I love you. Take off all your clothes. I'm going to make mad, passionate love to my breadwinner. 32% raise. Or if you're a salesperson, you brought in 32% more revenue. You'd be like, you'd be the hero of the company. Online purchases up 32% year over year. Can you ignore it? You shouldn't. E-commerce sales, $100 billion for the first time ever in the month of November. Adobe came out with this big holiday season thing. Number of online spending days of a billion plus. 50 days. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, 50 days. Crazy how many days top two billion as well. In light of the pandemic, digital has become the primary way for people to connect, work, be entertained, and shop. COVID-19 cases continue to rise and more stringent lockdown measures are returning. Online toy sales. This is one of the reasons that giraffe is out of a job. Jeffrey the giraffe, Toys R Us, poor giraffe, out of a job, right? It's the world's biggest toy store, Toys R Us, the biggest selection, Toys R Us. Um... Online toy sales up 60, 50%. Jewelry sales up 66%. Man, was there nothing worse than being a 20-year-old man, being in love and thinking a woman wanted a cheap bobble of uh, jewelry and you'd go to a jewelry store, typically at a mall, and you'd go buy orange Julius and go, ooh, I'm going to get an orange Julius. And you'd go buy Auntie Anne's pretzels and go, ooh, I'm going to get a pretzel. And then you'd be like, go buy a jewelry store and say, I better get something from my sugar burger because she wants something that costs $100. It's the cheapest piece of uh, jewelry you could possibly buy. I'm not a big jewelry store fan. And then you get there and they're like, hello, sir. What are you looking for today? And you're like, I don't know, something from a girlfriend. So anyway, online, you had to go and take a look at it. And I, I had to be the biggest mark, right? I don't buy jewelry anymore. Jewelry category up 66%. Internet spending during the week of Thanksgiving through Cyber Monday accounted for just 18% of the overall season, which basically means that that thing of Thanksgiving is the time to shop. That's where the best deals are. That's where that's when everyone Christmas is over on Cyber Monday. It's not so true anymore, huh? Americans started shopping as early as October. Also known in my world as Rocktober. We're going back in the vault. Let's take those old records off the shelf. It's October. So Target and Dick's Sporting Goods, they learned that if you order online and do curbside pickup, they pulled in more revenue than if you didn't do it. Up 49% with digital sales compared with growth of around 28% of the retail business that didn't have curbside pickup. Interesting. So the e-commerce surge, wave surge, e-commerce surge, surge, 
Activity is going to translate into record return volumes as well. Uh oh. And that's going to be a big old headache. Salesforce expects $330 billion in global online purchase to be returned following the 2020 holiday season. It's about 30% of total purchases. Hmm. Online retail returns are getting easier. Companies like Amazon are making partners to try to make it smoother for you. Elsewhere out there, yesterday stocks struggled. Every major index closed in the red. I saw that the 10-year treasury today, rock, paper, scissors, Trump impeachment, 10-year treasury. If we were playing rock, paper, scissors and we were to say online sales, Trump impeachment, slash riot, you could throw everything in a bucket of poop there. And you could throw in the 10-year treasury. 10-year treasury is the big story, in my opinion. It's beating everything else on what's hurting Wall Street. Deal with that as a grain of salt. Because I don't think the average person is going, that 10-year treasury, it's it's really making me think twice about investing in uh, Tesla through Robinhood. 10-year treasury sits at 1.17%, almost 1.2%. That's a big material move. And it's going to need to be digested by Wall Street. If the next move is higher, it's going to cause a slowdown on Wall Street. In my opinion. I got what I would refer to as an upsetting email yesterday. It didn't criticize me in any way, shape, or form. It just shows me that people are really, really hurting themselves. The stock market had a glorious year last year. Speculative stocks had a glorious year. Apple up 80 plus percent, Tesla up, good God knows, over 400 percent. So I got an email from a person with a a fairly foreign name that is pretty unique. So I'm not going to say the name. I'm just going to say A. He says, I just started with stocks. I have less than $25,000 to use. I'm not using margin. I will only invest cash that I have. This is my scenario. On 1.6, I sold a stock, bought four stocks. I know already I've used one day trade. On 1.7, I added more funds to two of my stocks. On 1.11, I sold one stock. My question for you is, did I make two trades already? I know my five-day rolling starts on Wednesday. My next question is, what's your opinion of Robinhood? Are there any brokerages I would suggest? What do you think about SPACs? Anything I should do to learn to be an efficient trader? Yeah, take your time and stop thinking that you're a trader just because you've done four trades. Read a couple books. The New Rules About Money is Fine to Start With, or The Truth About Money by Rick Edelman. Take your time. Buying one and selling one and not knowing how many trades you did, you're going to have some tax consequences in an up market. I've never met somebody with such a basic type of focus who did it for a period of time successfully. Be very cautious. You're not well-funded to be an investor. $25,000 is not enough. You should be doing something like eight coins a week. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 
Beanstalks. El Bandito. Pistolero. That's what I think of when I think gun stocks. Like, I need a just a big old wrap of bullets that I can throw around my shoulders. Like, right off in the sunset as a cowboy. I'm not a gun guy. I'm not saying they're good or bad. I totally get everyone's rights. I'm not against it. I'm not probably for automatic weapons, but that's just me or bazookas or tanks. You know, my dad was tank commander in his second tour of duty in Vietnam. In his first, he was an intelligence officer, and he counted bodies and ammunition. Weird to think of uh, what he must have seen. Different time, right? But firearm sales reached an all-time high in 2020, as Americans anticipated the possibility of additional gun control measures under Joe Biden. Okay, that tends to happen. It tends to be a regular story. Democrats are going to take your guns away. Better go out and get the FBI background check now. Because he's going to take office in how many days? Pull out the abacus, left, right, tink, 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 tink. Um, um, probably a day one, he won't be able to get the gun sales blocked, but maybe day two. So people are rushing in now. And it's the weirdest economic indicator. You know, my favorite economic indicator is first-time unemployment claims. No, 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 no. It's the first Friday of the month, not every Thursday, the first uh, unemployment claims. But the first Friday of every month is the jobs report. And this is my belief, if Americans have jobs, that they spend their money. I know that sounds like an odd one. I was once speaking to a secretary of state and he was like, hey, if we got everyone in the world to have jobs, there would probably be less terrorism and violence. Like, really? He goes, yeah, the have-nots are easier to radicalize versus the haves. I'm like, got it. Firearm sales reached an all-time high in 2020 as Americans anticipated the possibility of additional gun controls. Um, this is fascinating. Shares of Vista Outdoor. Think of Vista as the big Vista. Sturm Ruger, Smith & Wesson. All of them increased after Wednesday's attack on the Capitol building. Which, it's not irony. But it is interesting to note that Trump said automatic 10-year sentence for anyone who defaces a federal building. In theory, everyone you're seeing arrested today is going to go to jail for 10 years mandatory. In theory. But I don't know how that plays out, or I don't know. I am not a judge. I did watch a lot of episodes of People's Court. And I have a great pitch, and I've, I've written a couple screenplays on it. I know you're saying, really? Or not really. I've written the idea down, so don't steal it. I've got a great pitch for Disney+. Plus. It's about a little seven-year-old girl who's she becomes an orphan, and to pass her time in grief, all she does is watch Judge Judy all day long, nonstop. And, um, you know, Judge Judy's like, don't pee on my leg and say it's raining. And then this little girl grows up to be an attorney. I know you're saying, well, you could do the early years, you could do the later years, you could, like, there's, there's kind of a combination thing going on. And now you're saying, genius, Rob, genius. I bet even Judge Judy would be behind this. I know you're saying, you've got too much time on your hands. COVID's locked you down for too long. You're loco with the cocoa. But anyway, Smith Wesson up 12%. 
Vista Outdoors up 10%. Sturm Ruger up 4%. Um, these are all big stories. I don't know how much I want to talk about gun sales. Like, you could invest in gun sales. That's the craziest part about Wall Street. If your kid plays video games and he's a fat oopa loopa child with type 2 diabetes because he doesn't get out, and yet you're watching your Judge Judy or your soap operas while your kid's in back skipping out on Zoom calls to school and playing video games, you can invest in video games. But gun sales reached sales of uh, gun sales reached 23 million, up from the previous record of 16.6 million in 2016. Whoa! More and more Americans are purchasing more and more guns. I don't know how I feel about that. It's interesting as a father, probably the worst thing you can ever think about is your son dying early. The idea of burying a child before you die is absurd. It's non-logical. I'm a big logic guy. I used to teach my logic professor in college tricks. Like I'm good at logic. And it's the one thing logically that doesn't make sense. Everything else can logically I can make sense of, but burying a child, it, it's got to be the ultimate grief. So I, I, I've got very mixed feeling about gun sales. The idea of my child being hurt by a gun or hurt by a drunk driver, Tesla's trying to take care of the drunk driver angle with automated driving, self-driving cars. I like that. Um, the gun sales is a problem. I live in a county where maybe eight years ago, nine years ago, some kid brought a sword to school. I know, odd choice of weapons if you're going to try to kill other students. He brought a sword to school. One of my friends is a principal, and uh, one of her teachers tackled the guy. I'm like, whoa, that's a lot to process. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about money investing more. So, Capital riots equal higher gun sales, which are publicly traded investments. There's so much to look around and see that you can buy and sell. And I, I almost encourage you to think about it. But I'm going to leave that up to you. Consult a broker, Rosa, to get any action on any stocks ever mentioned. I'd prefer you go with a diversified portfolio versus a story stock. But you see where I'm going. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525.